You know, sometimes I will look for a song to match a story. And I just put up a song about prisons. Of course, the obvious one, Folsom Prison Blues, came up and I thought, no, I don't want that. Anyway, I found one by Graham Nash. That was it. It's called Prison Song. Graham Nash of Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young fame. And, of course, uh, they, they have meaning in their lyrics. So not a bad little, little song. Let's to introduce reporter Belinda Jackson, who's been on the inside, the inside of the walls of Pentridge Prison once home to some of the most notorious gangsters and murderers, as well as the odd celebrity here in Melbourne. But now the National Trust has taken it over, and uh, it's well worth a visit, maybe even an overnight stay, says Belinda. So our reporter, uh, Belinda Jackson, she gets around, let me tell you, and uh, recently she was in Pentridge. Pause for effect. (laughs) No, she was not inmate 84601. She was paying a visit. And she thinks this is something that uh, Melburnians will probably be interested in. It's certainly a legendary destination. I've been out there to a theatre production when it was operating as a jail, and that was interesting. So what's what's out there now, Belle? What what was there about this destination that that, uh, enthralled you? Oh, well, I've got to say, yes, I went to prison and I loved it. Mm. Um, but Pentridge, so Pentridge Prison, for those uh, who, who don't cross the Yarra, is, is in Coburg and it was decommissioned as a jail in 1997. That's 174 years. It ran as a prison. And what's happening now is that Melbourne, the National Trust, Victoria, which also runs the old Melbourne jail, has now opened its prison tours through Pentridge and, and I just think that they're amazing. I think there's uh, some really great history of, of Melbourne and Australia, not just about, you know, who got locked up and when, because, yes, there have been quite a few celebrities in Pentridge, but also how we Australians have evolved from the time when it was 1851, just a rugged stockade, you know, like a basically a, a fence of sharpened pickets to what became a, a, a quite a beautiful bluestone building. It was called the Bluestone College or the College of Knowledge mm. in some of the parlance. And then, you know, eventually, you know, the change in the way that we treat people in prison, the, we, you know, we've gone, we went through, this was uh, ground zero for the whole discussion of capital punishment as well. Sure. Because the last, the last woman, uh, Jean Lee, and the last man, Ronald Ryan, were both executed. They were both inmates here at Pentridge and they were the last people to be executed by the state in uh, Ryan was 67. 67 uh, was it? I know yes. it won Henry Bolte a re-election. Oh, right. Well, th- then you know more than me on that one. It was in 1967. You know, interestingly, he managed to escape from the prison and ran through the front door and out onto Sydney Road. And, you know, and then two years later, uh, he was, he was uh, he, he, you know, he was in that, that awful position of, of, of being executed by the but state. But he, uh, he shot a warder, I think, which is what got people uptight. In the escape attempt, yeah. yes, he did. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That was really the thing that that kind of clinched it. Put him but, away. Yeah. Yeah, but then so um, so what you do is you you meet at the warder's office. Then you have a chat for about a half an hour with um, one of the national trust guides and then you're given an ipod pop your speakers in and when you walk into each of the various cells it triggers a a a story that's told from a particular aspect it might be about women in prison it might be how prisoners use their time or it might be quite bizarrely and interesting the concept of solitude and silence which was oh sorry separate uh, separate and silent was a philosophy 
that the um, prison was running until the 1920s, which was when you went to prison, you sat in your cell for 23 hours of the day. You were allowed out for only one hour of the day for exercise. And when you did, you had to wear a hood. So you had no communication with anyone. You were only wow. known as a number. Your name was was never used. Um, there was nothing to do in that cell. Prisoners were given a Bible, but that wasn't much use because so many people at that point, you know, in the 1870s up to the 1920s, you know, would have been illiterate in that stage anyway. Sure. So so they just sat there for the years that they served. So it was and even, punishment rather than it, oh, it any was, form of, uh, you know... Well, the idea was that you break somebody down so completely and that in that silence they have their revelation that they have done wrong and then they have the reformation after that. See the Lord. Mm. Yeah, well, the Lord and the light. Well, it was kind of difficult to see the light, especially if you only had one hour a day. Yeah. And they used to put the prisoners in this thing called a panopticon, which is uh, which is a, a, think of a circular yard that's split into segments. There were 14 walled segments. So when you go into your segment, you can't see anybody because there's walls up. The only person that can see you is the watchtower that was built in the centre of it that could see everybody you know pan meaning everything an opticon of course you know to see to be all seeing and that was the guard at the top well they had to yell over the wall to their mate and the one next door or not no i don't think it was encouraged (laughs) i don't know but no the whole point was separate and silent you know it was a it was a you know no speech no visual contact you were remember you're hooded as well so even if you did shout out you would have been muffled anyway just had little holes cut in for your eyes so you didn't trip out as you went in to have that that exercise so solitary confinement under another name yeah, pretty much, and then and then later on, you know, when it you know when it all changed, then um, there are a number of divisions in the in in Pentridge itself, yeah. and the two that are open is B Division and uh-huh. H, which was uh, H, also known as Hell tough, Division, yeah, that and that was the, the the super tough one, yeah, where people like Chopper Reed were in there, and um, you know, and he was. And they, they've kept, you know, of course, Chopper passed away oh, more than 10 years ago now. But he well, he was really interesting because, you know, you're listening to speeches that people have made. And because he had, you know, put so much down on record, you could hear him talking about his time in, in Division H. And he was like, he says, you know, this whole place was designed for combat. I thought, this is great. I loved it. And he got this gang of um, uh, what he called the the you know, the psychopaths of the yeah. of the jail and rolled them into a group called the Overcoats and ran his gang from there. And he spent, and this blows my mind still, he he spent ten and a half years in Division H. Wow. And and that wouldn't have been the longest sentence as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, he chopped off the top of his ears, didn't he? Oh, there was a whole lot going on. And then, you know, while he was while he was in there, you know, there were the um, sausage wars and things like that, you know, where he was accused of eating all of the Christmas sausages and stuff like that. So, you know, I think it was a, it was funny. So, I mean, and that's the thing about these prison tours is there's some really there's some really funny things in there. I laughed. I was laughing out loud when I saw there was a bong made from a Wella Balsam shampoo bottle and, um, oh. and you know, ingenious things like that that people were using to, to ingest toilet disinfectant. Um, I know and so and then as you're laughing you go oh hang on a second no that's actually really quite gruesome and then and then you hear some terribly you know stories of 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 cruelty you know by prisoners by warders on the prisoners you know one prisoner was saying there was just so you know so many acts of bastardry such as in the library of the prison um 
having the the last page in the books all torn out so that oh you're you're, kidding i know i know as a reader and i know you are as well i was just like oh that is just so unbearably mean that the waters or the prisoners the waters wow so and then there was you know the institutionalized beatings as well um from both sides and uh, you know a lot of documentation and that's what makes i think makes this so interesting this it's not just told from one voice you hear from those who've worked as lawyers as chaplains as prisoners as prison advocates as well because there were political prisoners in there at the time too and then you know big names like you know like chopper but then also um you know koori elder uncle jack charles who had done time there as well and then later on he used to help um, former inmates in, uh, you know, moving back into society. Right. And so he recorded a couple of stories for Pentridge, but then he, he passed away, Last yeah, year, about six it? months ago. Yeah. yeah, so he didn't get to see it to its fruition, which is, yeah, which is, which is, is well, you know, it's quite sad. And there, there yeah. is a lot of pathos here. Yeah. I, well, as a tourist, I've done Alcatraz a couple of times, but I wouldn't think until now of going out to Pentridge, but, you know, they're the same. They really, you know, they lock people away. Okay, there was a bird man in Alcatraz. Maybe he was interesting in his own right. But there's a certain... It's a bit like, um, you know, um, gawking at the scene of the accident. Oh, definitely. But, uh, you know, if you... Like, as you say, everybody... You know, Alcatraz is in the top three tourist attractions for San Francisco. Back here in Australia, doesn't every school child go to Port Arthur, which was a prison? And then you've got the Frio prison, which is actually yeah. part of it. It's a youth hostel as well. Mm. <laughs> and, uh, and and that's very big. And then, you know, we look at other places. Like the Tower of London is, you know, it's famous for its its ghoulish yeah. um, incarceration of people. So, exactly. And Old Melbourne Jail is, is very, very successful. And it's spooky, old Melbourne jail. I went to a function there. I didn't feel very comfortable. I got it. I don't think. Well, they do ghost tours, and there are night tours starting up at at Pentridge as well. Right. Right. I've got to tell you the thing that happened to me though. There were only because I did a, a pre-tour. Um, the tours start on April the third. You can buy tickets for them already. Yeah. So I went in, you know, as a as a journalist, and there were only two of us with the National Trust guide, and the other person had to leave early. So uh, he showed her the way out, and that, and so I was left in Division H on my own. And I was standing there with my headphones on listening and I moved into the last cell to listen to the stories. And it was actually called The Last Cell. And I realised from the soundtrack that this was the, the basically the place where Death prisoners right. who were going to be executed right. were waiting. And I'm standing there listening to the soundtrack right. and then suddenly a red light flashes on in the cell. And I was so shocked, I jumped back and I, I whirled around and I saw this man behind me flickering. And I, I swear I nearly died. And it took me a moment to realise that it was actually in the opposite cell. It was a video that was playing of, oh. of, a, of a former inmate who was recounting his experiences. Wow. But my heart stopped and, oh. and, and it, it reminded me, and I think that that's the success of Pentridge. It doesn't gloss over the violence and it doesn't gloss over the things that people had done to be there in the first place yeah. but it, you know it really makes you look at your own morals your own morality as well and you know and it's an intrinsic part of of melbourne and melbourne's northern suburbs to the point where graham yeah. when you walk out of there yeah. you i just saw mothers and their children with their bags and their shopping because there's actually a supermarket this is a whole precinct here so there's cinema nights there's a children's playground inside a, the walls 
there's a supermarket and and I have a friend who said, oh, yes, I always shop there, you know, the Pentridge IGA. So I just think it's really, you know, there's a development happening around Pentridge because it's a prime piece of of real real estate, estate. absolute prime piece of real estate. And there's a massive hotel, of course, that's going to be opening in um, the next couple of months, of which it has a section of 17 rooms that are built into cells in Division B. Oh, so, so you'll be able to stay. I was going to ask you, because I know Frio has got that, uh, or yeah. got, got accommodation within the jail. Yeah, that's the youth hostel, yeah. Uh, so they, they're going to open up some cells, what, in Division B, is it? Yes, yes, that's right. Okay. So you'll yeah. be able to spend the night in cold, clammy... In, in cold comfort. <laughs> I think that it's going to be quite luxurious, actually. We haven't seen it yet. It's bed and the duvet and, you know, maybe uh, the bidet. <laughs> I don't know if there's bidets in there yet, but you know what? I'm going to go up and have a look when we're able to and I'll report back right. as, as to whether or not there are any in the room. Well, yeah, that's, we always need to know those things. All right, <laughs> well, well, thank you so much for that. I'm not sure I'm running out there tomorrow to check it out. Oh, look, no, things. no, no, I loved it. I just thought... Yep. I don't know. I just it was so emotional, and 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 mm. it was it was such a step away from my life. But so the self guided tours, you can take a tour of B or H division. They take about an hour and a half. Right. Um, like I said, you can grab a coffee later on. They the tours start from thirty five dollars, or you can combine the two tours, and it's about three hours and sixty dollars. And they'll be running night tours as well, but they recommend those are for adults or. I think 16 and above. Let's see how they go. Melbourne, Old Melbourne Jail is a massive draw card for for the city of Melbourne. Let's see if Pentridge doesn't um, find a similar similar crown. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Belinda, well, thank you for that. And uh, it's great. I love the way you get around this town and, and reveal things to us that weren't immediately obvious. That'll be good. And you didn't get a tattoo while you are in there, did you? <laughs> Never tell, Graham. Next exciting instalment. <laughs> Thanks. Reporter Belinda Jackson there speaking to Graham Kemlow. She's a free woman who loved her time on the inside.